Kentucky for three. Got it to go. The most compelling stories. Three of the former players said sons were on this uh, particular Monroe team. The area's best high school sports coverage. Throws it down with two hands. The whole hoop is shaking. That's a 10. That's a 10, baby. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. It's East versus West in a battle of three win teams in the Big 8 Conference as we have girls basketball tonight on Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania with Sun Prairie East hosting Sun Prairie West as this is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. For 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicles that match your style. If you're in the market for a new Honda or a used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison or online at ZimbrickHonda.com. I'm Hunter Vaughn, courtside with the man, the myth, the legend, the dean of area high school sports, Dennis Sumrau. Dennis, we've got a rivalry game tonight on Zimbrick Honda's Prep Mania. What do we expect out of a rivalry <laughs> game tonight between the 3-8 and eight Sun Prairie East Cardinals and the 3-8 and eight Sun Prairie West Wolves? Well, first of all, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. And we're working a game, so we're going to have a close one. Yeah, expect some overtime potentially. The last game we did, we were at the 608 tournament. We had uh, Oshkosh North and Stoughton, and that game went into a double overtime one. You and I always seem to get tight ball games, so awesome. it's always good out of a rivalry game, get a tight game early. Yeah, and I talked to both coaches. They don't really consider this a rivalry game yet. Part of it's because a lot of the juniors on this team for Sun Prairie West were in the, the uh, Sun Prairie program when John Olson, the East coach, had just one high school. And he said it's going to probably be in, in Rhonda and McClinton said the same thing. I mean, she's an East grad, so she's, she sees Madison East as more of a rival with yeah. the Sun Prairie West. And they're drawing a lot of students from the east side of Madison. So it's going to take a little while for this one. And last year, again, there were four outstanding seniors on the Sun Prairie West team that all played for John Olson the year before. And it, it, when you you know establish a second high school and you break things down, it doesn't always equal out. Yeah. You know, for football, some of the better players stay with Sun Prairie East. For basketball, for both the boys and girls programs, they were on the west side of the district. So uh, Sun Prairie West dominated Sun Prairie East in all three matchups, twice in the regular season and in the regionals last year. Um, tonight, I don't know what we're going to expect because, uh, again, uh, those four seniors graduated, but a lot of uh, sophomores played for Sun Prairie West last year. They've got seven of them. They're all major factors in the varsity. Whereas for Sun Prairie East, they had to play a lot of freshmen last year, but a lot of those freshmen, sophomores, probably would be playing JV in a regular season. So they've had to up the learning curve tremendously. And uh, right now they're averaging about 25 turnovers a game, which is going to happen with a young team trying to up the level of play in the Big A Conference. And you can just tell the three... The teams have three three wins in conference. They're against the same three teams, Janesville, Parker, and Middleton, and Madison West. But the, the other games that they've played, you see the Sun Prairie West is a lot closer games. They're one in five in games decided by seven points or less, and Sun Prairie West doesn't have, uh, Sun Prairie East hasn't played a game with less than seven points that close. Their losses have been more double-digit factors. So, uh, again, 
you like the fact that uh, is there a rivalry? Well, for a girls' game on a Friday night with two teams that are three and seven and three and eight, you'd say, well, maybe people aren't going to support their team. I'm really proud of the Sun Prairie community because yeah. they are here. One side of the stands is almost filled. The other side has got a pretty good crowd over there. Uh, it's the adult side that's pretty full. Yeah. The students might have something else tonight. But there's there's a good student contingent still. But uh, I think it's great for these girls that uh, the community's out supporting them. And uh, both programs, are, we're looking to have an upbeat season. Sun Prairie West was picked to finish second. And so they're off to a little bit of a slow start. Uh, Sun Prairie East was picked to finish fifth in, in the conference, about midway. And uh, you know both teams right now are... So tied for tied for sixth in both the three and five. So uh, they both have room for improvement. And this is a big matchup just because you want to start off that second half of the conference yep. season with a win. Yeah, again, this is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. We've got just inside seven minutes left to go in the JV game of Sun Prairie East and Sun Prairie West. And Dennis, something that you know you mentioned that East head coach John Olson mentioned, you know, he doesn't quite see this as a rivalry quite yet. But the fact that Rhonda McClinn, the head coach for West, is an East grad kind of reminds me of uh, that's Bo a, Shep- it's a Middleton East grad. Oh, Mid- excuse me. Madison. Know, okay. Yes, yeah. You said yeah. East, and East, I just yeah. assumed yeah, that it was Sun Prairie. It, it, so it completely ruins my yeah, sorry. I, the parallel <laughs> I was going to make. Yeah, I was uh, like, it's like Bo Schembechler uh, going yeah. from Ohio State to Michigan, but you completely ruined it on me. Well, Madison. yeah, and she's, she's also in, in the East. Uh, Madison. She's still a member of the Madison yeah. uh, School District. John, it's interesting. This is his 44th year coaching, his 15th year with the girls program. He was with the boys as a JV coach for 18 years before that. Was in Rio, coached down in Florida where he actually met his wife Mm -hmm. when he was down, uh, I think it was Fort Lauderdale. Um, He is a driver's ed teacher. Oh. He he retired here, and uh, there used to be, with this one school, maybe a couple hundred sophomores a year. He said there's 600 sophomores that want to take driver's ed every year (laughs) in Sun Prairie. So Four Lakes Driving School snapped him up right away mm-hmm. so he, he has a couple of lessons with kids in the morning then he does some adults later in the day then later in the afternoon he's got practice with his kids perfect life he loves it and, and so for him to lose what his program was they'd been top three in the conference five years in a row shared the conference title two years ago to all of a sudden have all of his best players gone you know some coaches might say i'm mm-hmm. done he looks on it as, hey, it's a rebuilding program. I love what I'm doing. Let's teach these girls some basketball and yep. fundamentals. So I have a lot of respect for John Olson, and I'm really happy to be able to come out and see him coach tonight. About five minutes left in the JV game here at Sun Prairie East, so you have plenty of time to stop over at Pasquale's Cantina. It's the perfect spot for authentic Southwest flavors right here in the Madison area, whether it's to fulfill your quit craving for red chile, their famous chips and fresh guac, or those blue corn tortilla tacos. Pasquale's is the place to enjoy it. time with friends and family. Visit one of their locations in Middleton or Verona today, or check out the menu and their food online at pasquelscantina.com bringing the flavors of the southwest to the midwest pasquel's cantina and their strawberry margaritas are pretty good too those are pretty (laughs) good if you're of age for that we're going to take a quick break when we come back we're going to hear from the uw credit union student athlete of the week ty fernholz from stoughton as this is zimbrick honda's presentation of prep mania on espn madison
This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. I'm Hunter Vaughn. Here with me is the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Sumrau. As we'll be hearing from our UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Ty Fernholtz from Stoughton High School. For over 90 years, UW Credit Union has helped Wisconsinites achieve their financial goals at every stage of life, offering great rates for greater possibilities. Join today at uwcu.org. UW Credit Union is proud to support all of the area student athletes. Make sure to listen every week to hear who the Student Athlete of the Week is as we will now hear from Ty Fernholtz. Our ESPN Madison UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Ty Fernholtz from Stoughton High School. Welcome. How's it going? Multiple sport athlete, you played football and basketball, this year concentrating on basketball. You have two brothers, older brothers. What was it like in the driveway playing basketball? I mean, growing up, we played a lot of games out in the driveway, a lot of 21, and to be honest with you, I kind of got beat up out there, and I think that has benefited me a lot in high school. I'm sure you had to work on your outside shot, right? For sure. <laughs> Who's inspired you most out of your brothers? Probably my brother Luke. He's two years older than me, so I'd say I'm a little closer to him than I am with Mac. Just his competitiveness and his hard work he's put in through sports and academics has really inspired me. Now, you're own player, but your coaches say that you have a combination of the brothers. Max is very skilled, and so is Luke, but Luke had that kind of feistiness in him and sort of have that chip on your shoulder. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just growing up with them, them beating me up, and then being able to watch them my whole life has, has helped me a lot. I know Max is one of the coaches. I'm sure that's got to help you from a standpoint of somebody to talk to basketball, but still somebody in his family. Yeah, it's, it's nice to go home and talk about our team and myself on the court as well. He can come up and approach me and know he wants me to succeed out there. So his best interest is my best interest. And the teammate you probably played with the longest? Sawyer. Sawyer Shipper, For right? sure. Well, there's connections with the Shippers and the Fernholzes, right? Yeah, our two brothers, our oldest brothers, Brady and Max, were best friends growing up. So me and Sawyer were probably best friends since we were two years old, three years old, going to parties, just following our family around. So, I mean, that especially helps us a lot on the court, playing basketball together, since our friendship goes way back. Yeah, my uh, broadcast partner, Alex, and I did uh, one of your games last year about horror in a tournament where you guys were just unconscious from three-point range. Yeah. Were you really feeling it that night? Did you kind of look at each other like, wow, this is something? Yeah, I mean, Sawyer is just one of the fiercest competitors I know. He clutches up when, when he needs to and win or go home, so we knew he was going to play hard. Are you going to be playing for Michigan Tech next year? I will, yeah. Oh, were they the first school to recruit you? They were, yeah. They were the first, first people to reach out and then first people to offer me to. That means a lot from the standpoint during the process, the loyalty. Yeah, I think just being first kind of means, means more to me, I guess. And then when I went up there to visit, I just, I felt like I belonged there than to other schools. You've done some youth coaching? Yeah, helping with some youth camps around Stoughton. You see yourself being a coach down the road? Yeah, uh, that's something I want to do. Kind of my dream to be a high school or college coach. Do you plan to study college? Any idea at this point? Not right now. I mean, Michigan Tech's a very good engineering school, so that's always in the back of my mind to become an engineer, but still don't know. You got a 4.0 grade point average. Outstanding. Both your parents are in education, I understand. How have they shaped you as a student? And since they've always been around education, it's always kind of emphasized it. And we know that grades matter before athletics. Our coaches preach that, and my family preaches that too. So just know that you, you have to be a student first before you're an athlete. When you were growing up watching on Max first, you know, you emulated all those guys, now you uh, all the little Vikings are, are looking up to. I mean, growing up, like, you kind of don't really imagine it until it happens. But for sure now, it's, it's kind of cool to be like, well, that kid was, was me growing up looking at my brother's grade or the grades above him. When you look back at your time here at Stoughton, what do you remember the most about this community and school? Just the people. Whatever community you're in, you can find it. But I've made some really good friendships with my classmates and then with some teachers, too, that I really don't take for granted at all. Well, our UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Ty Fernholz from Stoughton High School. Welcome to the rest of your senior year, right? That's going to go by fast. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you.
This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. As we're down to 229 to go in the JV game. Sun Prairie East leading Sun Prairie West 52 to 37 right now. But Dennis, we need to get into some keys to success. Those are brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, who has a balanced approach to help guide you through a complex and ever-changing landscape throughout your family's financial planning journey. They will serve as a partner, advocate, and steward to help achieve your goals with confidence. At Canopy Wealth Management, they believe that values matter and they strengthen the community. When you work with Canopy, care, competence, and clarity isn't just a tagline, it's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. This is the Prep Mania Game Plan, presented by Canopy Wealth Management. Plan for your future with Canopy Wealth Management. Visit canopy-wealth.com. Dennis, we'll start with the road team, the Sun Prairie West Wolves, who really it's, what, about a, oh, the first, <laughs> first one, one of the night. Yeah, I wasn't going to lead you into him. I knew it would happen. <laughs> We'd get a wolf howl from the Dean in pregame. But those Wolves coming over from the west side to the east side tonight, what are their keys to success? Uh, number one, control the tempo. They want to speed up uh, the Cardinals. Get them out of, out of character. Rebound. Limit to one shot on the defensive boards. And limit turnovers. They've been averaging over 15 a game. And Hirano would like to see that in single digits tonight. And for the Cardinals, well, their number one is turnovers. They are averaging over 25 a game. And Coach Olson said, uh, you know, a lot of points given up there. A lot of empty uh, possessions. So want to limit that. Play solid defense and match the intensity again with uh, Sun Prairie trying to pick up, uh, West trying to pick up the pace and own the boards. So both teams pretty similar here. Turnovers are important and uh, mm -hmm. limiting the other team to one shot. Uh, Sun Prairie West last year really liked to press. They created a lot, a lot off their transition game. Tonight we're, we might not see that quite as much. Uh, they've been playing a little more pressure man-to-man -man in the half court uh, because they weren't really scoring much off of it. But We'll probably see some zone, uh, trying to make uh, Sun Prairie East shoot from the outside. And uh, it could be an interesting matchup. Uh, we, I mentioned John Olson before. Rhonda uh, uh, McLinn, the coach for uh, Sun Prairie West, I covered her when she was in high school at Madison <laughs> East. So it's fun to watch the transition from player mm -hmm. to coach. And this is her fifth year, but technically it's only her fourth. One was the pandemic year where they shut it down. How do you like that? You get a head coaching job. In your first oh. year, you can't even coach. I, I can't imagine how she was able to do that, but she was able to, and she's sitting at a 40-40 and 40 record as the head coach of the Wolves of Sun Prairie West. And, Dennis, you know, something that's really interesting with this East squad, you mentioned that they need to try and own the boards tonight. Sun Prairie West has five players who are listed at 5'10 or taller. Sun Prairie East on their roster, they don't have – anybody that i'm seeing listed yep. at over 510 they have a few players at 59 so you know yep. if you want to get a little nitpicky there they do have some players with a little bit of size but i think that'll be really interesting if to see how sun prairie east is able to try and own those boards tonight here at home that yeah, kind of interesting uh caitlin binley uh leading scored 11 points a game for sun prairie east 
she's going to be playing the points. She's going to be running the offense. But with her size at 5'8", she's going to have to be playing some post defense. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty – it's like a quarterback playing defensive end. You know, <laughs> you're going from one to, yeah. boy, you got to play big on the other side. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if she can play big on that side for them tonight. We're down to about a minute to go in the JV game, plus then we will have warm-ups for the varsity game here at Sun Prairie East High School. And this is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Manias. We bring you a rivalry game between Sun Prairie West Wolves and the Sun Prairie East Cardinals. Dennis, when we come back, we're going to take a look at some of the key players to watch. I know you mentioned Caitlin Bindley, but there's still a few other ones to watch for both teams as this is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania, also brought to you by the GRB Academy, baseball for the serious player. The GRB Academy wants to be a part of your plan to reach your potential. Utilize GRB Academy's 52,000-square-foot facility, 14 batting cages, and 6,000-square-foot weight room. Personal lessons are available year-round. With over 300 college players and over 150 D1 players, GRB led the way in the Midwest for college recruitment and player development. Visit grbacademy.com for more information. Again, when we come back, Let's find out some of the key players to watch here on Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Madison. Win or lose, we're going to walk out of the stadium tonight with our heads held high. That is amazing. Wow. What a game. Oh, my. Unbelievable. One more for the record books. Nothing's going to stop us now. At the buzzer, knocks it down. Pick is up. Yes. He made it. Yes. Reverse layup is good with five seconds left. Put six on my staff. First title in program history. Being an in-state kid, everything that I wanted in the school was right at home. Every coach has a toolbox, and every tool is from another coach. Roderick, be able to hang out with each other and be together. Takes it all the way for the touchdown, led by a future Badger. I'm very excited for this kid because he is brilliant. What an absolute javelin toss. He's going to throw a jump pass and complete it for the two-point conversion to Hawk. I mean, we can see a lot of offense. Put the explanation point on it. At the buzzer! It's good! Oh, my goodness! Do your best. Thank you so much for all you guys do for high school sports. Guys, I got goosebumps. That's all anybody can ask for. The biggest games, the most compelling stories, the area's best high school sports coverage. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. For 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new Honda or a used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or online at ZimbrickHonda.com. I'm Hunter Vaughn. Here with me is the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Sumrau. 
and Dennis, the band started to play. That means the JV game is over, and we get the big one, the varsity battle between the Sun Prairie West Wolves and the home team, the Sun Prairie East Cardinals. Before the break, we talked about the keys to success for both of these teams, and you know, we'll start with the Wolves, their keys, speeding up the tempo, holding Sun Prairie East to one shot, as well as limiting those turnovers. And a lot of that is going to fall onto the shoulders of Mackenzie Hawk, the 5'11 junior forward for the Sun Prairie West Wolves. Yeah, older sister was on this team last year, so now it's uh, she's got breaking rights in the family. 5'11 junior, she's probably the best and most versatile defender on the team. After a big expanded role with those four seniors graduating from last year, uh, averaged five point seven boards and one and a half steals per game. Uh, this year, uh, she's uh, doing a pretty good job. Eight points, almost a double double, nine point five rebounds. So she's going to be a key to cleaning the glass tonight. She's also averaging about three steals a game. So that falls into she's rebounding and she's making the plays, and uh, she'll get a lot of second chance points. I got a feeling. And then the other one to keep an eye on is Nevada Jackson. She's a 5'9 junior. She was an all-conference honorable mention selection last year. Uh, she's going to pick it up a little bit more in the backcourt for them. She's, uh, she averaged almost 10 points a game last year, and uh, this year just about the same. Last year, 9.9. Right now, she's at about 9.4. Three rebounds, two assists, and two steals a game. Um, unfortunately, her three-point shooting is a little bit off. Right now, she's 8 for 37. Oof. So uh, I think Coach would like to see that picked up. But uh, was at the Badger women's game last night. One of my buddies goes, yeah, shoot to get hot, shoot to stay hot, right? That's yeah. the shooter's mentality. So we'll see if she gets hot tonight for them. If, if she does, it could be a long night for us at Per East. And then what about the Sun Prairie East Cardinals? I'm sure it's, we've got to talk about Caitlin Bindle for the Cardinals. Yeah, she's the leading scorer at 11 points a game, averaging about two assists a game. Uh, a big factor uh, this year, last year, she was honorable mention all-conference as well. And uh, she's highly thought of because uh, the preseason watch list for top senior point guard with sports had her listed in one of those players to keep an eye on. So uh, she goes, the Sun Prairie East goes, uh, don't have any, coach didn't really have any numbers on shooting percentages, whatever, but uh, at 5'8", uh, she's the one senior of the top nine that's playing. There's a senior, and you've got six sophomores, six sophomores in the rotation, a junior and a freshman. So from an experience standpoint, uh, Caitlin Bindley is the one that uh, the Cardinals are going to have to ride a little bit. Both teams are out on the floor warming up as we hear about 12 minutes away from the opening tip-off of the Sun Prairie East versus Sun Prairie West between two three-win teams in the Big 8 Conference, both sitting at 3-5 and five in conference play. Stoughton Health provides trusted care close to home. They're proud to support all of the area's student athletes and wish them all the best this season. From rehab to ortho care, Stoughton Health provides comfort and convenience locally. Visit StoughtonHealth.com to learn more. Dennis, I mentioned both of these teams sitting at three and five in Big Eight play, and everybody in the conference right now looking up at that eight and O Verona squad. You know, something that uh, Coach McClinn mentioned to you as you you told me when they were talking that you know. 
She expects this West team, they were picked to finish second in the conference, and she really expects this team to start to turn it on here as we get into the latter months of the season and really rebound from a tough start for them. But do you see any spot here where they're already, you know, four games back, a second place? I look at that. They're three and five. They're tied for sixth with West. This is the last game of the first round, and when you look at... Their last two games were against McFarland and DeForest. They lost to, uh, this was at the DeForest uh, tournament, holiday tournament. They lost 57-54 to to McFarland, who has Tegan Mullaney, who's going to be going to Iowa next year. Uh, they've got a very sound team that were in the state uh, semifinals last year. And uh, DeForest was a 55-53 to loss. So right there in Verona, they lost 77-59. to but that was a single-digit game until a little bit later, and Verona pulled away, and they figured they could match up a little bit. But how do you match up with Verona with uh, Reagan Briggs and with uh, Taylor Stremlo? Yeah. I mean, they're both going to be playing college ball next year. That's a tough one. The surprise team is kind of Madison Memorial. They're 7-1 in second place. They've also got a very young team. Uh, Coach uh, Marcus Flowers last year was able to play a lot of his young kids. I think he only had one senior on that squad. And they gained a lot of experience. Uh, East is Madison East is six and two. Then you've got La Follette and Craig at five and three. Sun Prairie East and West at three and five. And the three bottom teams right now: Middleton two and six, Parker one and seven, and Madison West zero oh and eight. It's, I think you've got like three tiers right now. Verona is it's by itself pretty much, and you've got a Memorial East La Follette. Craig and then East West, I think, is one of those teams who move up. My guess would be West just because of the experience mm-hmm. factor. And their games have been close. They've got to learn how to win. When you when you count on those four seniors they had last year that did so much for them, everybody's got different roles, and it's going to take you a little bit while. And as most coaches will tell you, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. So if they can turn that five, that three and five into a five and three or six and two second half, they're going to be posed pretty well to make a run in the playoffs. And, you know, I, they always talk about it. You know, we've got the NFL playoffs coming up here. And if you can get hot at the end of the season and just sneak in, if you're playing your best basketball at the end of the season, then who knows what can happen. I mean, you've yeah, seen. Right. Once you get to the postseason, yeah. records don't mean anything. It doesn't matter if you want a conference title or not. It's what do you got that night? What are you going to bring to the table? And, uh, Again, both these teams are playing eight, nine players. Some mm-hmm. good rotations. I think we talked earlier about uh, Sun Prairie East has got nine players in the rotation, and they're all pretty much similar in minutes. So uh, it's kind of hard to say, okay, who are you going to shut down right now? Bindley, but some of those younger players will step up. It's the same thing, I think, uh, Rhonda for, uh, for Sun Prairie West is saying, okay, here's what we've done so far. Who's ready to take their game now to another level? Once Now, we've seen everybody, but they've seen us. So yep. people are going to be making adjustments. So it's a constant. You can't rust on your laurels, and you might be three and five, but five games behind to win the conference title. I mean, Memorial's the only team that really, I think, has a legitimate shot, even though East and LaFollette are, are hanging right there. But Verona, I think, has got too much firepower. But if you can get in that upper level, mm-hmm. second or third, that'd be a good uh, for a second-year program. That'd yep. be outstanding. You mentioned making some of those changes as this is the last game of the first round through the Big 8 conference before then everybody will play each other again. And, you know, 
again, Coach McLean mentioned something to you, Dennis, before the game that might be changing up how they kind of play defense a little bit. They typically play more man-to-man, but they might be switching to more zone here tonight. Yeah, you want to work it up a little bit. Uh, they like Rhonda likes that pressure. She likes that pace. And if you you got a little full-court pressure, you can you know, make the team play a little faster, get them out of their comfort zone. Right now, with all the turnovers, some, Sun Prairie East, it's taking care of the basketball. you got to slow things down a little bit. But if, if Weskin go force them again, now oh, that pace picks up. Oh, those turnovers come, and they bite you in the butt. Yep. You know, most coaches will say, in, in high school, you can keep a team to single-digit turnovers. you got a chance to win. I still remember calling the game stats. And the Badgers had one turnover, and at the end, Bo Ryan goes, that's still one too many. And, and he blamed the point guard. And I go, but the point guard had nothing to do with it. He goes, yeah, but he's my man out there. If we have a he's turnover, it's his fault. Yep. Right? So most coaches are like that. They hate the turnovers. Turnovers and, bring, and missed free throws. Yeah. And both teams that are right now are shooting 50% or less. So it could come down to somebody hitting a couple uh, Sun Prairie uh, what was it uh, East last night beat Middleton and the boys? Yep. Two free throws with four seconds to go. You, know, you gotta, you gotta get those free ones. I, I always like this show back from the '80s, the White Shadow, where the coaches go, "Your free throws, get it? Free throws, get it? Nobody's playing defense. You gotta make them." And it's really hard sometimes to get high school kids to concentrate on that. Since 1962, Stoughton Trailers has been a family-owned and operated business with competitive wages and excellent benefits, plus growth and advancement opportunities. Stoughton Trailers is an exciting place to grow your career. Join the collaboration, innovation, and dynamic team atmosphere at Stoughton Trailers with positions now open in production, operations, finance, sales, engineering, supply chain, and more. Go to stojobs.com to apply today. On behalf of Stoughton Trailers, best of luck to all the participants in today's game stoughton trailers big trailers big opportunity five minutes until the opening tip-off here at sun prairie east high school as we'll take a quick break and we'll get the starting lineups here on zimbrick honda's presentation of prep mania on espn madison This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. I'm Hunter Vaughn, the dean of Area High School Sports. He had to head over to the scorer's table real quick so he could get our starting lineups from both teams. As for 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. Whether you're in the market for a new Honda or a used Honda, visit Zermbic Honda today or go online to zimbrichhonda.com. So the starting lineups for both teams, first the home team, the Sun Prairie East Cardinals, as they just put it up on the scoreboard here will be number three, the freshman guard, Ava Vogler. She's a 5'8 guard, averaging nine points per game. Then it'll be number 13, Caitlin Bindley, averaging 12.3 points per game, the 5'8 senior guard. Followed by number 21, Kira Place, the 5'9 sophomore forward. And then number 23, 
Kaya Dixon, the 5'8 sophomore guard with just over eight points per game at 8.4 on the season. And then finally, the fifth starter will be Kira Martin, the 5'5 freshman guard. So Dennis, Sun Prairie East going with two freshman starters for the Cardinals squad tonight. Yeah, we have freshman, uh, which one's uh, Dixon? It'll be like, Kira Martin as well as... Uh, she's uh, a sophomore. Oh, sophomore. Excuse sophomore, me. Yeah. You threw me on that one there. Yep. Yeah. So only one freshman, but one freshman still three sophomores. three sophomores. I just talked to John Olson briefly. said, it's our sophomores against their juniors. <laughs> We're the underdogs. And I said, I said, single digits and turnovers coaching goes, I've been to Vegas and I've been that lucky before. So <laughs> I'm hoping for it. Then on the other side, the starters for the Wolves as you went over to the scorer's table. So we'll have number two. It'll be CeCe Froy, the 5'4 junior guard. Then number five, Sophia Varisima. Varisima. I was going to let you go at it first, Dennis. That way then I can copy you. See, I'm picking up the little tricks here. The 5'10 junior wing player for is Verissima. The number 12, Mackenzie Hawk, the 5'11 junior power forward, followed by number 20, Allison Schmidt, the 6'0 junior wing she's listed at. And then finally, number 23, that'll be Navea Jackson, the 5'9 junior guard. We'll take a quick break for the national anthem, and when we come back, we'll have the opening tip-off between Sun Prairie East and Sun Prairie West here on Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Madison. Hi, this is Dave Kane. You're listening to Madison's Home of the Bucks, a good karma brand radio station, 100.5 ESPN WTLX Monona, Madison. Dennis, it took a little bit longer for us to get here, but we're finally ready for the opening tip-off as the JV game between Sun Prairie East and Sun Prairie West. took a little bit longer than normally expected. Sometimes those (laughs) games just end up taking a little longer. You get a couple of fouls. I think there was a couple of technicals in that one. But the starting lineups now being announced here at Sun Prairie East. It could have been worse. It could have yeah. got double overtime. We've had a few of those over the years, too. <laughs> those are always fun, though, because then we could have started giving some overtime, extra play-by-play, not yeah. having the JV rosters. Yeah, but. It's, it's sometimes <laughs> we have the rosters. Sometimes you just make it up as you go yeah. along. But uh, uh, the fact that we're here, it's a great crowd tonight. I'm really it is here. I love it, love it. Love it. It's awesome for the girls, supporting girls basketball here in the, in the community and Cardinals fans and Wolves fans. I mean, you had to split, but uh, Sun Prairie fans have always been some of the best in the area. Yeah, it is a amazing crowd here at Sun Prairie East High School for this battle between the East Cardinals and the West Wolves. As, again, the starting lineups being announced. Sun Prairie, the East, is the home team this evening. So they'll be in their white jerseys and pants with card- red trim, reading Cardinals across the chest with red numbers and a black outline. And then the Wolves of Sun Prairie West in their light blue jerseys with the dark blue stripe going up the sides, and then white numbers with a dark blue outline. And 
Dennis, we're just about ready for the opening tip-off. Any final thoughts here? The band's here? gone. The band's gone. <laughs> so right next to us. It'll be a little bit quieter now <laughs> as the pregame got a little loud being right next to the band. They were very good. Uh, they were. rendition of the National Anthem. Congrats to the Sun Prairie uh, East Pep Band. As we get set for the opening tip again, Sun Prairie West will be going from left to right as we see things here at East High School, and then the Cardinals going from right to left. Meeting in the face-off circle will be Kira Place, and the Cardinals winning the opening tip-off. Handing off to Vogler, gets across the midline, back to Place, right of the point, Vogler up top. Now for Dixon, Dixon getting it down low to Binley. Binley has it poked away. Goes out of bounds off of the Wolves, so it'll stay with the Cardinals. Nice little block there by uh, by, uh, 23, Nevaeh Jackson. It looked like a potential free layup, but nothing's free here, right? Cardinals inbounding and lob in. And a shot up, no good, too strong from place. Ball's down on the deck. And it's going to be out of bounds off of the Cardinals as there was a little bit of a scrum for the ball down on the floor. So we'll see the Wolves' offense. <laughs> two, two rebounds. One team, one, one team the other. <laughs> Fro conducting the offense for the Wolves, handing it off to Schmidt up top. Schmidt gives it to Jackson. So the Wolves working it around the perimeter. Jackson on the left. Wing driving baseline, lays it up and good for the first points of the game. 2-0 score, 17-15 to go in the first half. Great quick first step there for Jackson. And there's a turnover by the Cardinals. Jackson jogs across the midline. Jackson up top hesitates, handing off to Hawk. Hawk handing off on the wing for Schmidt. Schmidt going inside. Nearly losing the ball. Wolves able to maintain, though. Jackson left wing firing up a three off the back iron. No good. Rebound rattling around. It goes out off of the Cardinals, so it'll stay with the Wolves, who lead 2 to nothing with 16-46 remaining in the first half. Yeah, we got a lot of team rebounds here. Somebody needs to grab the ball but right now, kind of bouncing around here a little bit. A lob pass up to midcourt to Jackson. Jackson giving it off to Fro. They'll run a weave outside. Layup attempt. Not strong enough off the iron. Rebound by the Cardinals. Still 2-0 lead for the West Wolves. Down low quickly for the Cardinals. That's Martin laying it off the glass. Kira Martin with her first points. We're tied up at 2. Nice assist from Binley in. Nice little post pass. Schmidt, Verissima fires up a corner three, just gets the bottom of the rim. Rebound for the Cardinals back the other way. Volger kicking it out to Place up top. Place tried to go down low. There's another turnover. That's two turnovers by the Cardinals. Fro now running the offense, bringing it across the center of the stripe. A mid-range jumper and the hoop and the harm. Sophia Verissima putting up a 12-foot jumper and gets fouled on the shot. Trying to make this a three-point lead, 15-45 to go in the first half. Got a floater there. 
Binley. Binley picking up the foul. The free throw is no good. Volger getting tripped up, able to get the pass off to Dixon. Dixon over to place on the right side. Back to Dixon, nearly turning it over the midline. Inside to Volger. Volger passing it off. Shot not strong enough. Getting her own rebound is Martin. And Martin putting it back in. Martin with all four points for the Cardinals. And we're tied at four apiece. Schmidt, shot fake. The fro in the near corner. Fro lobbing it inside to Schmidt. And Schmidt fouled on the shot attempt. So it's 6-4 lead for Sun Prairie West. Schmidt looking to make it a three-point lead. And Binley, that's her second foul. Binley, two quick fouls early on with 15.06 to go. Schmidt making the free throw. She's now up to three points. 7-4 our score, 15.06 to go in the first half. Vogler, right hand, and is fouled on layup. Layup was no good. She'll head to the line to shoot two. Ava Vogler, the freshman guard for the East Cardinals. Fouls picked up by Ruby Davis for first. It's the first foul of the game for the Wolves. Cardinals with two fouls. Vogler missing the first free throw. And the second one rattles out. Rebound by the Wolves. Jackson bringing it up quickly. Nearly as it poked away. Fro able to pick it up on the left wing. Handing it off. We have a whistle. It's going to be a turnover. Got an offensive foul. And that was... And that was on Mackenzie Hawk, her first foul. She just got that elbow up a little bit too high and had the push off on her shot attempt. 7-4 lead for Sun Prairie West. East nearly turning it over, but able to get it back as Kaya Dixon drives in. Right-handed layup is good. 7-6, West on top of East. West working the ball around the perimeter. Jackson left of the point. Wanted the step back three. Decided against it, though. And then Dixon gets called for a reach-in. That's her first foul, third team foul. There's two fouls for Caitlin Binley and then the first one there for Dixon for the three fouls on East. 14-17 to go, 7-6, West on top of East here on Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. We've got a couple of substitutions coming in. As Mackenzie Hawk will be inbounding it underneath her own basket. Gets it into Verissima. Verissima wanted to try and go inside, but it's stolen away by the Cardinals. Quickly up to Vogler, and she is fouled, but it wasn't on the shot attempt. Sophia Verissima picking up her first foul. Both teams with three fouls now. Cardinals inbounding on the baseline. That's Addison Bowie who inbounds it. Up to Dixon. 
Bowie right of the point. Back to Dixon, left wing. And now down low. Place is open. Can't make it. But she gets the putback and good. Kira Place, her first bucket. And the first lead for Sun Prairie East, 8-7. to seven. The Wolves firing up a quick three. No good. Rebound for the Cardinals. Vogler going quickly. Vogler coast to coast. Takes some contact. She's fouled on the shot attempt. That's no good, but she'll head to the line to shoot two more free throws. She missed her first two. It's already the fourth trip to the free throw line. It was played four minutes at this rate. A lot of free throws tonight. Mackenzie Hawk picking up her second foul. Vogler. An 84% free throw shooter on the season. She's missed her first three free throw attempts. And some more subs coming in for Sun Prairie East. Vogler now the second, and that one is good. Vogler with her first free throw make and first point of the game. 9-7, 13-30 to go in the first half. East leading West as East forces a turnover. West tried to get it down low as East is on a fast break. Vogler spinning in the lane. The hoop and the harm. Ava Vogler heads back. Excuse me, that's actually going to be a turnover as she traveled. Oh, not to wipe it out. Oh, geez. I thought for sure that she was going to get the foul on that one. Instead, it's a turnover. 9-7 lead. East leading West. Jackson has her shot blocked. Picked up by Vogler and the Cardinals. Quickly the other way. This East is trying to set up their offense. The ball's poked away by Fro. And it'll stay with the Cardinals. Bowie inbounding on the far sideline in the corner. Lobbing it up top to Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh working it around. Trying to lob it back to Vogler. Kavanaugh back up top. Pass fake. Steps in for a long two attempt. Rebound for Ruby Davis and the Wolves. Fro bringing it across the midline. Guarded closely. Has to back it back out for Majit. Fro now left of the point. Majit. Now Jackson up top. And Jackson tried a quick jab step, but she ended up traveling. So another turnover. We've got a timeout on the floor. 9-7 the score. Sun Prairie East leading Sun Prairie West here on Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. And since 1962, Stoughton Trailers has been a family-owned and operated business with competitive wages and excellent benefits, plus growth and advancement opportunities. Stoughton Trailers is an exciting place to grow your career. Join the collaboration, innovation, and dynamic team atmosphere at Stoughton Trailers with positions now open in production, operations, finance, sales, engineering, supply chain, and more. Go to stojobs.com to apply today. On behalf of Stoughton Trailers, best of luck to all the participants in today's game. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunity. The East Cardinals with the ball down to 12.30 to go. 
Ball's poked away, picked up by the Wolves. Jackson with it on the near side. Jackson hesitates on the wing, backs it back out. Lob pass down low for Schmidt. Goes off of Schmidt's hand and out of bounds. So it'll go to the Cardinals. Yeah, I think she thought that uh, there was a nice little feed roll to the hoop, but uh, the player stopped and the ball just a little too far out of reach. The Cardinals setting up the offense. Pass out to Kavanaugh in the corner. Kavanaugh drives in. And she is fouled on the shot attempt. She'll, she'll head to the line for two. We're going to pause 10 seconds for a station ID. 10 for an ID here on ESPN Madison. Hey, this is Eric Name of The Athletic. You're listening to Madison's Home of the Bucks, 100.5 ESPN, WTLX Monona, Madison, a good karma brand's radio station. Brooke Kavanaugh at the line, hitting her first free throw attempt. That's her first point of the game. 10-7 now the lead for East. And the second one is no good as we're down to 11.50 to go in the first half. East leading West, 10-7. Jackson on the left wing. The Wolves working it around the perimeter, handing off to Fro up top. Fro lobs it inside for Davis. And a whistle, and Davis travels. She was trying to get position down low on the near low block. Just got her feet moving a little too much. She got the position, and she drew a foul. Unfortunately, she moved her feet before the foul. Mm-hmm. Abby Packard running the offense for the Cardinals. Lobbing it into the corner for Kavanaugh. Tried to get it down low, but Jackson stealing it away. Jackson quickly the other way. And on the fast break, the layup is good. Layla Majid with her first points. It's a 10-9 lead now for the Cardinals. Skip pass into the paint. Working it around are the Cardinals. Shot attempt no good off the side of the backboard. Taken in, though, by the Cardinals. As they keep possession, and a three up top is nothing but net for Addison Bowie. Her first bucket, it's a four-point lead now. The largest of the night for the Cardinals. Schmidt down low, no good. Gets her own rebound, is fouled on the putback. Allison Schmidt with three points. She'll head to the line to try to make this a two-point game. And that foul was on Brooke Kavanaugh, her first foul, fourth team foul for the Cardinals. And Schmidt's shot attempt rattles in. She's now up to four points. As it's 13 to 10, Schmidt on the second one. That one off the back iron, no good. Rebound by the Cardinals. Martin bringing across the midline. Bowie dribbling over to a right on the right wing. It's a zone defense for the Wolves. As the Cardinals try to work cross court to Kavanaugh. Now to Packard. Packard driving in. Has her shot blocked away. Picked up by Schmidt and the Wolves. Fro quickly ahead to Jackson left wing. Dribbling between her legs. Drives baseline. Goes up for a shot. Takes some contact. No foul. Fast break for the Cardinals. Packard gives the Kavanaugh, fires up a three. Too strong over everything. An air ball out of bounds. 13-10 our score. 10-0-1 left in the first half. Cardinals leading the Wolves. 
And I'm going to line change here. Four subs coming in for East. And that, uh, Coach Olson wasn't kidding about uh, playing time. He's played nine so far here in the first eight minutes pretty equally. Well, and you know, Dennis, you mentioned one of the keys for the Wolves was to push the pace of the game. And you're going to have to get a lot of these subs in with how fast this is going as Jackson knocks down a three. Nevaeh Jackson, her first points of the game were tied up at 13 apiece. And we have a whistle and a foul. And this is going to be a foul on Layla Majet, her first foul. Cardinals getting it in to Vogler. Over to Dixon, left wing. Now for Binley, back to Dixon. Is the Wolves running a zone defense right now and the Cardinals trying to work it inside. They get it into Vogler. Vogler's shot, no good. Rebound by the Cardinals. They get it out back to Vogler. Fires up a three, and it's nothing but net. Vogler now with four points. 16-13 Cardinals on top. Nine minutes to go in the first half. Throw up top for the Wolves. Has the ball poked away. Jackson able to pull it in on the far corner. Jackson gets double teamed. Has to give it off to Fro. She puts up a three. That's off the left iron. No good. Rebound. Battled for. And it is going to stay with the Wolves. As Kira Place had her foot out of bounds as she tried to save the ball. And the Wolves making a few substitutions. Hawk checking in for the West Wolves. Mackenzie Hawk averaging eight points per game has yet to get any points here tonight. The inbounds pass went off of the Cardinals, so it'll stay with the Wolves. They'll just move it a little bit further, closer to us here on the baseline for the inbound. Lob pass to Jackson on the near sideline. Fro left of the point. Now to Hawk, dribbling it up top, back to Jackson, into the corner, Fro. She'll fire up a three. She's fouled on the shot attempt, no good. She'll head to the line to shoot three and try to tie this game up. A vulgar roster player, she's racing yep. from the opposite side of the court. Just could not put the brakes on enough to, to uh, bail out the shooter because that shot was way off the mark. But she gets three free throws. And Fro's first one is no good. The second one, nothing but net. It's now three points on the night for Fro. And the third and final free throw is good. Vogler will run the offense for the Cardinals, 16-15. Vogler out to place inside to Vogler. Vogler has the ball knocked away, and we have a whistle and a jump ball. Turnover. And that will be a turnover. I was looking up at the scoreboard here at Sun Prairie East, and I could not find the possession arrow on it, Dennis. Yeah. So I, 
was completely forgot who won the opening tip and was trying to figure out who it was. So thank you for bailing me out yes. there. I appreciate it. Jackson up top for the Wolves, trailing by one. Hawk has it on the low block. Double team trying to pass out. Travel. Hawk travels as it was a double team quickly becoming a triple team and just lost her positioning there and traveled. Cardinals looking to try and make this potentially a three, maybe even a four-point lead as they're up 16-15, 7.40 remaining in the half. Vogler right wing. The Dixon. Over into the far corner for Place, who gets double teamed. Quickly out for Martin. Martin into the paint, off the glass, and good. Kira Martin now up to six points, and it's a three-point lead for the Cardinals. Amazing. The height advantage is with Sun Prairie West. They're going with that zone, but the uh, East team is just finding ways to sneak inside. Most of their points have been in the paint tonight. Hawk with it for the Wolves on the low block, kicking it outside. Open three off the iron, no good. Long rebound, rattling around. It was taken in by the Wolves for a moment, and then the Cardinals stole it away but turned it right back over themselves. So after all of that, the Wolves hang on to it, down by three. Majit will be inbounding. Gets it to fro between the circles. Handing it off, open three again, no good. Rebound rattling around, Vogler for the Cardinals, keeping it. Vogler up to place, back to Vogler. And place, they'll just play catch back and forth. Around the horn, Dixon, right wing, lob pass to place, left wing. Right of the point to Dixon, skip pass into Vogler, Hawk takes it away. A double team there with that uh, good help defense in the zone. Took that pass away. Fro having it stripped away by Martin. Martin back the other way. Back out to Vogler at the top of the key. Bowie right wing. Skip pass into Vogler. She'll fire up a mid-range jumper and banks it off the glass. And good. As Vogler now up to six points for the Cardinals. Hawk through the contact, laying it in off the glass. Mackenzie Hawk, her first score of the game. It's still a three-point lead for the Cardinals, 20-17. to 5.30 remaining in the first half. Place, left wing, Bowie up top. Bowie thought about trying to drive into this zone defense, decides against it, passes it out to Martin, and now an open three in the corner, no good. Rebound taken in by the Cardinals, so they'll keep it. Bowie to Vogler, open three, off the right of the rim, no good. Rebound rattling around, taken in by the Cardinals. And finally, Place able to put it in. 22-17 to as we're inside, five minutes to go. Throw in the corner. Skip pass into Schmidt. Schmidt fouled on the shot attempt. That's going to be a foul on Addison Bowie. Her first foul. That'll be the sixth team foul. Schmidt at the line to shoot two. 
Allison Schmidt, an 81% free throw shooter on the season. She knocks down the first one. She's up to five points. It's a four-point lead now for the Cardinals. The Cardinals make a couple of substitutions. Kaya Dixon checking in for Sun Prairie East. Allison Schmidt's second free throw attempt. That one off the front of the iron and rolls in. 22-19, East on top of West. East nearly turning it over. They're going to call a foul on it. looked like Allison Schmidt. Yep, she just reached in on that pass attempt. That's her first foul. Seventh team foul. Yeah, we're so we're into the bonus. Bonus both ways. All right. As Caitlin Binley will shoot the one and one, misses the first one. Still scoreless for Caitlin Binley. Came into the night averaging 12.3 points per game, and she's scoreless so far in this first half. Part of that was those two early fouls that she picked up and had to go to the bench for a while. The Wolves work around the perimeter. Jackson traveling. Jackson keeps going to this jab step, and that's the second time she's gotten called for a travel. That time motioning to the ref like, wait, I thought I was okay with that. They're, they're calling pretty tight here. Both yeah. Boys. They're not letting the players get away with much tonight. So it's 22-19, East leading West here on Zimbra Conda's presentation of Prep Mania. The Cardinals going from right to left. And then Jackson, after turning it over, picking up a foul on the perimeter. Nevaeh Jackson, that's her first foul. And it sends Abby Packard, the 5'7 sophomore guard, to the line. Oh, here you got front end of the bonus. You got to make these, but... And no good. Both teams struggling from the free throw line on the season, and it's showing so far tonight. 22-19, East leading West. Throw nearly as it stripped away, able to get the ball back. Hawk up top, dribbling into the elbow, kicking out to the corner for Froh, and she is fouled on the perimeter by Abby Packard. Packard picking up her first foul. That sends CeCe Froh to the line. Her name's Sienna, but she goes by CC. I like that. There we go. First one is good for CC Fro. Three or four from the line for her tonight. So it's 22 to 20 now as we're inside four minutes remaining in the half. Zella Cleveland checking in for the Cardinals. And the second one is good for Fro. It's a one-point game now. Misses the free throw attempt, stays with the Wolves. Throw with two seconds left on the wing. Up top, stolen away by the Cardinals. We have a whistle. Vogler wasn't able to get a shot up. I thought that the whistle was going to be called on a foul. And the team's heading to the locker room. Was just trying to make sure that there wasn't something else going on as we heard that whistle before the half. 28 or 29 to 28 our score at the half. Sun Prairie West leading Sun Prairie East here on Zimbra Conda's presentation of 
prep mania. And for every stage of life, UW Credit Union is here for every you, proudly serving Wisconsin for over 90 years. Pop in or hop online at uwcu.org to join. UW Credit Union is proud to support all the area's student athletes. Make sure to listen every week to hear who the student athlete of the week is. As we heard during the pregame show, it was Ty Fernholz of Stoughton was this week's UW Credit Union student athlete. Again, 29-28 the score. The Sun Prairie West Wolves leading the Sun Prairie East Cardinals. We're going to take a quick break as Dennis Summerow will tally up all of the turnover numbers and we'll get some first half points for you again 29 to 28 is our score sun prairie west leading sun prairie east here on zimbra conda's presentation of prep mania on espn madison our score at the half. The Sun Prairie West Wolves leading the Sun Prairie East Cardinals. And Dennis, at one time, Sun Prairie East, they had up to a seven-point lead. It was five-point lead. Five-point lead. 20 to 15, yeah. 20 to 15, they had that five-point lead. But West able to just chip away and chip away at it and then ended up getting that run late in the game or late in the first half, excuse me, to get the one-point lead at the half. As this is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. And for 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new Honda or a used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or online at ZimbrickHonda.com. So, Dennis, I promised people that we'd have some turnover numbers because that was one of the Canopy Wealth Management keys to success, in particular for the Sun Prairie East Cardinals, uh, who averaged just over 25 turnovers a game. What were they up to in that first half? Well, first half for Sun Prairie East, 10 turnovers, 2 of 10 from the free throw line. Oops. Oof. They made four threes, though, including two by Addie Bowie off the bench. For the West Wolves, 11 turnovers, uh, two threes, and they're 9 of 16 from the free throw line, which is why we have a one-point game. That's how close it is. You know, and, and, uh, and uh, the big key, though, is for Sun Prairie East, Kalen Binley, their leading scorer, zip on one, 0 for 1 from the free throw line. Not made a basket yet, so they shut her down. But some great work. Bowie is six points off the bench. Uh, Kira Martin with six points. And uh, Ava Vogler with six points. So some balanced scoring there for the Cardinals. And that balanced scoring helped them get up to that five-point lead. But again, Sun Prairie West Wolves having that run late in the first half to give them the one-point lead. And... So far, both teams on pace for about what we expected for turnovers. Like you said, East with 10 turnovers in that first half, and then the West Wolves with 11. And any surprises from the scoring as we look at West? You know, Allison Schmidt leading the way with eight points in that first half for the Sun Prairie West Wolves. Yeah, she's the second leading scorer on the season at 10.7, so she's getting close to her average. CC Fro at four in the first half. She's been averaging uh, 14, almost 15 a game. So they held her in check. She's without a field goal as well. 
Uh, interesting. The two leading scores, one for each team, mm-hmm. without a field goal. And uh, but uh, Fro has made uh, four or five free throws. Schmidt, uh, you said the 81 free th- percent free throw shooter. Well, she's four or five. That's 80 percent. So she's right there. She's got a game high eight points right now. Uh, Nevaeh Jackson, number 23, uh, like her hop. She got the first yep. basket and got a three later. She's getting called for a couple of travels. I don't know if some of those travels, I think it was just too quick for the referee on, on a couple <laughs> of those calls. They are calling traveling so close in this game. And on the other side, there's a lot of physical play that's going on. Yeah. But they're letting it go both ways, which is good. So I thought the officiating has been pretty consistent. And both teams are trying to, to uh, make kids play fundamental basketball, which is what we're out here to see. And, so, uh, and not a lot of uh, not a lot of sloppy play, but uh, for Sun Prairie East, they've been giving up over 25, 25 turnovers. Hey, ten. That's only twenty mm-hmm. for the game. That's a minus five. So that's an improvement. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, as a coach, I like even if it's one. That's an improvement. Yeah. You just got to slowly try and get better each and every game. Twenty nine, twenty eight. Our score at the half. We're gonna just take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna have second half action here from Sun Prairie East High School on Zimbra Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Madison. Teams switch directions now to start the second half of action. The Sun Prairie West Wolves leading 29 to 28. Nevaeh Jackson fires up a three, no good. Gets her own rebound though in the near corner. Hands off to Fro. Left free throw line extended back to Jackson, left wing. Jackson wanted to go to her right, kicks it up top to Hawk. Hawk driving into the paint, has the ball tipped away. Fro picks it up though. Fro into the near corner, back to Jackson. Jackson. Tries a crossover, gets cut off, gives the Schmidt up top over to Verissima. Cross court to Jackson. Corner three. It rattles out. No good. It's going to stay with the Wolves, though. Jackson wanted to try it again. Couldn't. Hands it to Fro. Fro gets a screen. Fires up a three, but there is a whistle. It's going to be a moving screen called on Mackenzie Hawk. She is not happy with the official right now. Hasn't said anything, but definitely showing her emotion. Her frustration with the official after that moving screen call. That's her third foul. So far is going to stay out on the floor, though. That's what she was probably most upset about was picking up number three. Yeah. And it wasn't anything excessive or bad. I realized I was. she was just very surprised that they were going to call a moving screen on her on that one because she thought that she had the position and was in a good spot. The Cardinals now have the ball poked away off the hands of the Wolves, so it stays with the Cardinals. They have it on the right baseline, lob up top to place. Martin in the near wing, gives it to Vogler. Now up top for Dixon. Dixon dribbling to her left to the wing. Gives it to the left free throw line extended, bounce into the elbow to Dixon, and Dixon travels. So we talked about it at the half. We were talking about it in the first half, Dennis. These officials are going to call travel. And they're not going to give you that little bit of a leeway on it at all as we see another traveling turnover. Hawk lobbing it down low to Schmidt. She kicks it out as she was triple teamed up top to Jackson. Left wing, picks up her dribble, gives it off to Fro, Dribbling to her right into the paint, kicks it out to Schmidt, fires up a deep three, and it's nothing but net. Nice drive and dish by CC Fro and uh, Schmidt right there to kill it. 
or actually uh, Verissima rather. That was Verissima. I drained it. So Verissima gets the first points of the half. 32-28 is the lead. Fro driving into the paint has a shot attempt blocked. And it'll go out off of the Wolves, so it stays with Sun Prairie East, trailing by five. Or, excuse me, staying with West. I was wondering when I was going to screw that up, Dennis, and it took me until 15.50 to go in the second half. And a shot attempt blocked. We have a timeout called by Sun Prairie East to trail by five. That will be a full timeout. 32-28 to is our score. West leading East here in the second half of action. We'll just take a quick 30-second break as you're listening to Zimbra Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Madison. It's a five-point lead for the Sun Prairie West Wolves. 32-28 to coming out of the timeout. Vogler will be setting up the offense for the Cardinals. Dixon on the left wing. Lob it into Martin. Passes off to place. Place off the glass. No good. Rebound by the Wolves. That's Schmidt. Fro bringing it across the center line from right to left in the powder blue Sun Prairie West Wolves uniforms with their white numbers and navy trim. Fro to Schmidt up top, back to Fro, right wing, guarded by Vogler. Jackson holding the ball above her head in the corner, wanted to lob it down low for Hawk. Ball is knocked away, out of bounds. It'll stay with the Wolves. Good defense there by Kira Place, denied that entry pass. Lob pass in for Hawk, and she's trying to get the ball, able to finally corral it, hands it to Fro. Verissima, now to Jackson up top. Jackson calls for Fro, who she hands it off to. Fro, right wing, pointing with her left hand, trying to set up the offense, directing Jackson over to the right wing, who she gives it to. Now Jackson up top to Hawk. Hawk on the elbow, going into the paint, kicking out to Jackson, over to Schmidt, left of the point. Now Verissima, who fires up a three. That one no good. Rebound, though, for the Wolves. And Schmidt is fouled on the shot attempt. She'll head to the line to shoot two. Try and make this a seven-point lead for the Wolves. Kaya Dixon picking up her second foul. First foul of the half for Sun Prairie East. Schmidt sitting on eight points, looking to make it nine. And she does. Schmidt now up to nine points, 33-28 the score, 14-27 to go in the game. Schmidt's second attempt is up and good, and the net barely moved. It was such a perfect free throw. 34-28. Cardinals lobbing the ball down low for place. She has to kick it out quickly as she loses... Her footing. The Wolves going with a zone defense again. Vogler right wing. Guarded by Fro. 
Now Bowie at the top of the key gives it back to Vogler. Bowie left of the point, holds the ball above her head, now dribbles to her right, back to Vogler. Cardinals trying to figure out a way to get into this zone defense of the Wolves. So they'll just keep working the ball back and forth between Vogler and Bowie. And there's a steal. Hawk. Hawk trying to go coast to coast. She's going to be fouled, but they'll say it's on the floor before the shot attempt. That's going to be on number 22, Addison Bowie. That's her third foul. So Brooke Cavanaugh and Addison Bowie, both with three fouls, something to keep an eye on for Sun Prairie East. Speaking of Cavanaugh, she comes in for Bowie. The Wolves lobbing the pass up top to Hawk. Handing off to Fro, right wing, dribbles to her left, into the elbow, skip pass inside for Schmidt. Schmidt off the glass, and good. Schmidt with four points in the half. She's up to 12 on the game. It's 36-28 to 28 now. Martin on the wing. Binley double team in the corner. Lobbing it into Martin, who gets double teamed. Vogler, Vogler in the paint, off the glass, and good. Ava Vogler heads to the line for the three-point play. Able to stop the little bit of a run here that the Wolves have been on was Ava Vogler with that score. It's the first points of the half for Sun Prairie East. And a 7-0 run to start the half. Big-time play here to keep this thing in single digits. And it is good. Nevaeh Jackson was the one who picked up the foul for the Wolves. Just her second foul, though. Jackson crossing over into the elbow. Hands it off. We'll work it around the perimeter. Fro with it now. Back to Schmidt. Now Jackson up top. Schmidt wanted to try and pass it in down low. Couldn't do it, though. Couldn't get it into Davis. Fro handing off to Davis. Right wing. She'll give it to Jackson, lobbing down low to Schmidt, and Schmidt is able to lay it in, and good. Allison Schmidt with six points. She's up to 14, and that's six points here in the second half. Caitlin Binley was fouled on the shot attempt the other way as East was trying to work it up the floor quickly. Binley still scoreless. That's the third foul for Allison Schmidt. So Schmidt and Hawk both with three fouls for the Wolves. And excuse me, it wasn't on the shot attempt. It looked like they were lining up for a free throw attempt. But it was just underneath the basket. But now... Now another foul. There is another foul. This one is on Verissima. And this one was on the shot attempt, sending... Ava Vogler to the line. Her first free throw is off the front of the rim. No good. 38-31, to go. The Sun Prairie West Wolves leading the Sun Prairie East Cardinals. Vogler. The West Wolves student section is saying that it was an air ball. I think it just barely caught the iron. I know I'm a little forgiving on that because I never want to have somebody have to hear the air ball chants from the student section. But they maybe were right on that one. 
as it was no good on the free throw attempt for Vogler, who's struggling at the line today. A turnover by the Wolves. Vogler has it, trying to get it across the midline. Quickly up ahead to Kavanaugh on the low block. She has it stripped away, though, by Jackson. Jackson down the far sideline. She goes coast to coast, takes some contact. No good on the layup, but there will be a foul on the shot. So Jackson heading to the line to shoot two. And that's on number 21, Kira Place, picking up her second foul. Jackson's free throw rattles out and no good. Nevaeh Jackson had five points in the first half. Scoreless so far here early in the second. It's a seven-point lead for the Wolves, 38-31. to 31. And the second one is no good. Long rebound, though. Jackson able to control it on the near corner. Majit giving it off to her teammate Peyton Beck, who fires up a three and knocks it down. It's a 10-point lead now for the Wolves. Vogler answers back with a three of her own. 41-34 now. Ava Vogler knocks down a three. She's up to 12 points in the game. Jackson driving into the paint. She's fouled on the layup attempt. Nevaeh Jackson will go to the line for two. Kira Place picking up a foul. That's her second foul. We're going to be in the bonus here before you know it. <laughs> Jackson. Fouls here. Jackson with the first one. Jackson making the first one with 11.28 to go. We've had a total of nine fouls called. There's five fouls for Sun Prairie West, four then for East. That's some nice easy math, especially when I can see it on the scoreboard. <laughs> yeah. Huh, Dennis? As the free throw from Jackson was no good. Rebound rattling around. It's going to stay with West as Ava Vogler went to the deck hard. She was slow to get up, but she is okay and is going to stay out there. A couple of looked like a wrestling match down there. Uh, two takedowns. There's a scrum for the ball on the floor. The inbound pass goes over the head of everyone, and it'll be out. So now a turnover, and it'll go to the Cardinals, who will have the ball going from left to right here at Sun Prairie East, trailing 42-34 to with 11.21 to go in the game. Ava Vogler bringing it across the center line. Gives it to Packard, who drives in, then has to hand it off. Cleveland between the circles, dribbling all the way around to the near wing. Gives it to Martin, tried to lob it into Cleveland, but that's over the head of everyone and out of bounds. So it'll go to the Wolves. Majit will inbound as Kavanaugh checking in for Kira Martin for Sun Prairie East. Fro running the offense. Takes it into the elbow, hands it off. Now Jackson has it up top. Jackson dribbles to her right, backs it back out. Firing up a three is back. This one no good off the right rim. Rebound for the Cardinals. Vogler looking to go coast to coast. 
She gets cut off in the paint on the fast break. Bowie up to Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh right of the point. Packard holds the ball over her head. Wanted to try and get it down low. Couldn't, though. Bowie now right point. Lobbing over to Kavanaugh. Into the corner is Packard. Packard tried to get it down low to Kavanaugh. She nearly loses it. Keeps it alive, though. Vogler. Vogler, right free throw line extended. Drives inside. We have a whistle before the shot. It'll be on the floor. It's going to be a foul on Sun Prairie West. That's the first foul for Peyton Beck of the Wolves. Good patience here by Sun Prairie. He's just working the ball on the perimeter, trying to get some post touches, but uh, they got a little break there. Uh, looked like it was going to be a turnover. Had a save going out of bounds and kind of reload. So Sun Prairie will inbound underneath their own basket, closer to the left, or excuse me, the near sideline. Our left as we're sitting on the baseline here at Sun Prairie East. Packard between the circles. Cleveland back to Packard up top. Kavanaugh, right wing. Now Vogler at the top of the key. So you're going to 1-2-2 two, two zone here. They're, they're trying to penetrate. Packard oh. gets inside and then loses control of the ball and loses her footing. Trips up. Doesn't travel with it, though. Cleveland stuck in the corner. She's able to pass it out to Bowie. Bowie on the left wing. And now we've got a whistle. And it looks like a technical called. I believe I saw was the hand signal. And that is going to be a technical on number 23, Nevaeh Jackson. That is her first technical. And her third of foul. So Vogler at the line for the technical free throw. And good. And Nevaeh Jackson has been frustrated with the officials. She's gotten called for a couple of travels in the first half as she really likes to go to a jab step and then a crossover. Vogler hitting on the second one. And she voiced some of her frustration early in the first half. And then I think it just kind of boiled over there. She said something to the official. Now, uh, and Jackson will head to the bench now, probably just to cool off a little bit. Yeah, technical foul, high school level, is uh, also a personal. Yep. And I think that's what Coach Olson was pointing out because the scoreboard has not changed. They still have uh, Jackson with three fouls. Well, she I thought she had two. Okay. They just, oh, they just took her out. Yeah, the third, it, it, it's, a, it's a technical and a personal, right? I had her for three, actually, before. But. Oh, okay. See, I had her for two, so yeah. that's where... I think the confusion was between the scoreboard. I think they, they, they changed one up there on us. That's all right. We got another foul here. They're going yep. the other way. Offensive so, foul. An offensive foul and a turnover. That's going to be the first foul for Zella Cleveland, the 5'9 junior wing, picking up her first foul. 42 36 the score. Sun Prairie West leading Sun Prairie East with 9 10 to go in the game. Verissima fires oh. up a three. Nothing but net for Sophia Verissima. She's got six points in the half, 11 points on the game. As it's 45-36 now, Sun Prairie West leading. Kavanaugh getting double teamed in the corner. Tried to dribble out of it. 
but it'll be a turnover out off of East. Six turnover this half. That's now 16 for East. Another wasted possession here, as Coach says. Oh, and now it looks like uh, Dixon's coming back in. And you, know, you can't waste possessions when you're down by nine with 8.30 to go. As Davis driving inside, misses the layup, rebound for the Cardinals. Vogler setting up the offense, down by nine. Bowie, right wing, over to Vogler. They try to get into this zone defense that's been giving them some headaches. Have the Cardinals against the Wolves. Yeah. And there's a layup for Binley and her first points of the game for Caitlin Binley. Averaging 12 points per game. Finally getting her first points with eight minutes to go in the game. And it's a turnover by the Wolves. They tried to get it down low into Ruby Davis, but it went through her hands out of bounds. Fourth turnover of the half. Now that's uh, up to 15 for West. Better yet, though, East now the chance to cut this lead. And we got a timeout. And it'll be a timeout, Sun Prairie East. East. 45 to 38, our score. 7.58 left to go in the game. The GRB Academy is baseball for the serious player. GRB Academy wants to be a part of your plan to reach your potential. Utilize GRB Academy's 52,000 square foot facility, 14 batting cages, and 6,000 square foot weight room. Personal lessons are available year-round with over 300 college players and over 150 D1 players. GRB led the way in the Midwest for college recruitment and player development. Visit grbacademy.com for for more information. So, Dennis, we've got a seven-point game right now, 45-38. to 38. West is on top of East. East did have a five-point lead in the first half. You know, what do the Cardinals need to do to try and get back into this game? You know, it's not obviously not an insurmountable no. lead yet, but just inside eight minutes to go, clock is ticking. Yep. Again, be patient. They don't have to force anything. And uh, it's it's all about turnovers. They, they have to be able to get a shot every possession. Done a good job uh, getting some post touches, but uh, just not able to convert inside in the second half. I've been outscored 16 to 10, but they can make that up with a couple of threes. They've got five threes in the game. But again, you want to make sure they get those post touches trying to penetrate this 1-2-2. Uh, two, two. It's been between a 1-2-2 two, two and a 2-1-2 two, two zone, which is what uh, Coach McClellan wanted. She wanted to be able to see mm -hmm. Sunbury East prove they could shoot from the outside. Well, they made a few, but she's more worried about their inside game, those post passes. And as you said, that Sunbury East turning it over, trying to get the ball down low. So the Wolves with it now as they work around the perimeter. They're making some good passes, some good bounce passes, but sometimes the player receiving has got to go to the ball, too. Sometimes it's not always the passer's fault. Schmidt down low on the oh, left yeah. low block. Backs her man down and lays it in with the left hand. She's got 16 now for the Wolves, who lead by nine. The difference maker coming in with almost 11 points a game, and, and uh, you look at she's got eight for each half here tonight. Vogler 
Up top, over to Kavanaugh, right wing. Now down to the corner is Dixon. She gets double teamed, passes out to Kavanaugh. Tried to skip it inside for Binley, but turning it over. Schmidt with it. Another bad pass. Working that trap. Uh, Ball goes to the corner. Sun Prairie West right on him like cats. Throw on the low block. She'll lay it it in and the hoop and the harm. It's now an 11-point lead. Try to make it a 12-point lead with 6.39 to go. Sun Prairie West starting to pull away in this one. Throw normally the leading scorer, but tonight uh, doing a lot of dishing there. She finally gets her first points of the second half. Three-point play. And it'll be another timeout called by Sun Prairie East as it's 50-38, to 38, a 12-point lead for the West Wolves in this rivalry game with 6.36 to go. We'll take a quick timeout as you're listening to Zimbra Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Madison. Hi, this is Dave Kane. You're listening to Madison's Home of the Bucks, a good karma brand radio station, 100.5 ESPN WTLX, Monona, Madison. Time for me to fly. And it might be time for the Sun Prairie East Cardinals to start flying on offense as they now find themselves down by 12 here with 6.36 to go in this rivalry game against the Sun Prairie West Wolves. The Wolves led by one at the half, but then they've just been on a tear here in the second half. Eight to two run here over the last four minutes. Uh, only a couple of free throws. And a lay- well, there's a layup in there for, uh, for Bidley, but that's been it here down the stretch. This is the Cardinals working the ball, trying to get it inside, and they're able to place the hoop and the harm here a place laying it in that was almost it was such a delayed call you could say she was in the right place at the right time yep and it was ruby davis getting called for the foul it was so delayed dennis i was going to say it was almost like the nba where they wait to see if it goes in the free throw is no good and then we've got a whistle didn't see the hand signal on what that was but it'll be a Inbound pass from the Wolves. Verissima working it around the point. Schmidt now back to Verissima. She has the ball poked away. It's going to stay with the Wolves, though. Leading by 10, 50 to 40. Yeah, besides the turnovers, East now 5 of 16 from the free throw line tonight. It's not going to get it done. Davis. Up to the top of the key to Gale. Gale handing off to Verissima, gives it off to Fro. Fro on the elbow, driving into the right low block. Has to kick it outside to Davis. Now Schmidt between the circles. Dribbling to her left, takes it all the way down into the corner. Guarded by Dixon, hands it off to Fro in the corner. Fro handing off to Verissima. Tried to take it into the paint, and she's going to pick up a get, get fouled. Drew a foul. That was 23. Kaya Dixon, her fourth foul. So some foul trouble brewing for the Cardinals as Dixon has four fouls and then Brooke Cavanaugh and Addison Bowie both sitting with three fouls. And both teams in the single bonus yep. right now. Verissimo with 11 points. Trying to make it an 11-point lead, and she does. Nothing but net on the first free throw. 
And Verissima now on the second. Oh, that yes. one is good. Perfect on that attempt. Six and nine from the line here in the second half for Sun Prairie West. It's a 12-point lead, 52-40 to 40 with 5.30 to go in the game. Binley, corner three, no good. Long rebound taken in by Binley and the Cardinals. They'll work it around the perimeter. Dixon, shot fake, hands it off to Vogler. And then a whistle. Carry. And it'll be a carry on Vogler. Another turnover. It's been the theme of the night for both of these teams. A lot of turnovers. Fro driving in and gets it off to Hawk. Back to Fro in the corner. Thought about the three. Doesn't take it. Drives into the paint. Kicks it out to Schmidt. Schmidt to Verissima. Left wing. Driving all the way over to the right elbow. Fro right wing. Firing up a three. Off the right iron. No good. Rebound Wolves. Verissima top of the key three. Two strong. Rebound Cardinals. That was Place pulling in the rebound up ahead to Vogler. Vogler to Dixon, right wing, drives baseline with the floater, rattles around, no good. Rebound Hawk and the Wolves. 4.30 to go, 52-40. Sun Prairie West leading Sun Prairie East. Look the feeling. East just needs a, a basket here, too, to fall. Yeah. Right back in this game, but it's cannot. It's a covers on. If they're miss, not missing a shot, they're turning it over. Just cannot get one to fall. And when they've had shot attempts, they've been good, clean looks. It's just yeah, they haven't been able to fall. Yeah, I like it. They're attacking the rim. They're being patient, not forcing anything. Verissima, right wing three, too strong. Rebound rattling around, picked up by the Wolves. Schmidt up top. Verissima nearly losing it on the right wing, able to control Fro right of the point. Dribbles to her left, guarded by Vogler, drives into the paint, kicks out to the corner. And there's going to be a whistle and a turnover by the Wolves. So the Cardinals now with it. Down by 12, 345 to go in the game. 52 to 40. That last on the last three, that was the seventh. Offensive rebounding for West here in the second half. So uh, East struggling, trying to keep them to one shot. Just cannot get on the boards. Again, West taking advantage of their size advantage. Is West going with a zone defense. Dixon tried to drive in, couldn't convert on the layup. Rebound taken in by the Wolves. Quickly up ahead, Verissima on the far corner. She is going to pick up a foul. I like Fro out tonight. Uh, she's only got uh, seven points, one field goal, but rebounding, uh, running this team here tonight. She's doing a really good job making sure she's getting the ball to Verissima, who's hit some big threes, and also Schmidt inside. So good job here tonight for CeCe. Kira Place was the one picking up her third foul for the Cardinals. The free throw attempt, no good. Still a 12-point lead as we're down to three minutes to go in the game. Working around the perimeter are the Cardinals. Martin driving in. Too strong. Long rebound taken by the Wolves. Fro driving into the right block. She has her shot blocked, and it'll be out off of the Cardinals. So it'll stay with the Wolves. 2.55 to go in the game. There you go. Another offensive rebound, team rebound, but still another shot at the basket. Verissima lobbing it up to Schmidt, left wing. 
Fro, left free throw line extended, dribbling to her right to the top of the key, hands off to Hawk in the paint, pulls up from 14, rattles out, no good. Rebound for the Cardinals. Vogler bringing it across the center line from left to right. Quickly into Binley. Binley gets fouled on the shot attempt, is able to convert, and she'll head to the line for one more. Now a 10-point lead for the Wolves. Binley, all four of her points coming in this second half. Timeout time for West. And that'll be a timeout called. And Canopy Wealth Management has a balanced approach to help guide you through a complex and ever-changing landscape throughout your family's financial planning journey. They will serve as a partner, advocate, and steward to help achieve your goals with confidence. At Canopy Wealth Management, they believe that values matter and strengthen the community. When you work with Canopy, care, competence, and clarity isn't just a tagline, it's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. 52 to 42, Sun Prairie West Wolves leading the Sun Prairie East Cardinals. Now, Hawk had not a bad pull-up jumper mm-hmm. on that other end, but uh, West right now should be thinking of two things: layups and free throws. No outside shots. Run the clock. Uh, and uh, right now, here with a foul, what happens? You stop the clock. You give East a little bit more time to kind of creep back in this one. Is Binley's free throws good? She's up to five points now, but Dennis. What if it's just a wide open three and they're just begging for you to shoot it? No, no, you got to. <laughs> <laughs> so even the layups right now, unless it's a contest, uh, if it's totally uncontested, you just you don't want to take the shot of missing it and coming back the other way. You, you want to make sure that they're again. You attack the rim. You don't want to just sit on the ball necessarily, mm-hmm. but uh, then you kind of take away. I've seen too many teams that sit on it and then they lose that lead and then they lose the momentum that they've gained by being aggressive and, and so they west has been aggressive and i thought they moved the ball around a little bit but then pulled up for a jumper and coach is going no we don't need that right mm-hmm. there as sun prairie east has cut this down to a single digit lead 52 to 43 is the score but 236 remaining as the next foul that goes against um or excuse me, the next foul to send the Wolves to the line will put them into the double bonus. So something to no, watch no, actually, out there. No, actually, or excuse well, me, East, right. East well. Right, so now, again, like I said, you want you want to get in the double bonus. You want uh, East to be following you, not you following them. Just don't give up any threes if they want to try to get the ball inside. Uh, that zone has worked out very effectively tonight. It's it's on Prairie East. Uh, not only shoot from the outside, but it forced some turnovers trying to you know, trying to get that ball inside. And Sun Prairie East now down by nine, showing a full court press as the Wolves get it in to Jackson, who's back out on the floor after she picked up a technical. Travel. And there's a turnover, a travel by Sophia Verissima. So all of a sudden, the Cardinals, they were down by 12 at one point and got it down to nine. Looking to cut even further into the lead with 2.25 to go in the game. Place, top of the key. Dixon now, right wing. Tries to go baseline, gets cut off. Vogler had a look at a three, and she traveled. I thought Vogler was going to put up that three attempt. She was open, but decided to try and drive into the paint and just 
Got her feet going too quickly. Yeah, Coach Olson doesn't agree with that one. He had to talk to the rougher a little bit. But, Dennis, like, oh. have you ever known a coach to agree with a turnover? No, no. Or a travel even? No, not if against them. And Schmidt laying it in for the Wolves. She's up to 18 points now. An 11-point lead for Sun Prairie West. We have a blocking foul called against Sun Prairie West. I think it's on Schmidt. That'd be her fourth. Yep. So Schmidt now with four fouls. That's going to send Caitlin Bindley to the line. And now we're at double bonus. 54-43 with 2.01 to go in the game. Sun Prairie West leading Sun Prairie East here on Zimbra Conda's presentation of Prep Mania. I'm sure you've watched a lot of games. Your yeah. wife says, how much longer? Well, we'll see. We're in the last two minutes. Yeah. But they're fouling. It could be ten minutes. <laughs> we're at the two-minute warning here, 201. And, yes, we're shooting free throws. <laughs> Get used to it. <laughs> Binley is good on the first attempt. She's up to six now in the half. Stoughton Health provides trusted care close to home. They... We're proud to support all of the area's student-athletes and wish them all the best this season from rehab to ortho care. Stoughton Health provides comfort and convenience locally. Visit stoughtonhealth.com to learn more. The second one is good for Binley. She's up to seven points now. It's a turnover by the Wolves. Vogler has the ball outside, kicks it out. Packard thought about a three, drives baseline. Out to Binley. Now up top, Dixon fires up a three. Rattles around, no good. Able to keep it alive, though, and it'll be back to the Wolves, who lead by nine. Verissima fires up a corner three, airballs it. Stays with the Wolves, though. Now Jackson knocking down a three. Nevaeh Jackson with a huge three. 12-point lead for Sun Prairie West. That was the coach going, no, no. Oh, yes. One fifteen to go. 57-45. Binley airballs the layup. And then it'll be a whistle and a foul. Look to see who they call that on. Caitlin Binley picking up her third foul. And is going to send Ruby Davis to the line who collected the rebound after the Binley airball layup. With a minute nine to go, it's 57-45. Davis hitting on the first one. Davis now with three points. And Davis makes the second one. 59-45 now. Vogler running the point. The freshman point guard for the Cardinals to Packard into Binley. Kicks it outside. Back to Packard. Left wing. Corner for Vogler. Dribbles to her left. Takes it up to the top of the key now. Place. Inside for Place. Kicks it off to Vogler who has a wide open layup. Uh, Patience. You can see most teams trying to throw the ball up, trying to get points, and they're still working their offense. Then a travel turnover by Mackenzie Hawk with 38 seconds. 
left on the clock. I'm a little surprised that Sun Prairie's not East isn't trying to roll the ball in and save some time. Vogler bringing it across the midline down to 30 seconds to go. Kavanaugh, left wing, lobbing it over to Vogler. Kicks it to Bindley, and Bindley laying it in and good. We're down to 19 seconds. Clock is running. Full court press from the Cardinals. Fro with it, down to 10 seconds. Gets it across the midline, looking to just try and drain clock. The East Cardinals pressing, but laying it in is Ruby Davis for another bucket. And we'll hit double zeros. 61 to 49, the final score. The Sun Prairie West Wolves getting their fourth win of the season to get them to four and seven on the year and four and five in Big Eight conference play. Again, 61 to 49 is our final score here in the Battle of Sun Prairie between the West Wolves and the East Cardinals. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have some final stats and the Stoughton Trailers final haul as you are listening to Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Madison. Sixty-one to forty-nine, the Sun Prairie West Wolves taking the victory here at Sun Prairie East in this battle for Sun Prairie. Here on Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania and Dennis, even though we probably won't be able to get over there before they close, you know what you could do tomorrow? Head over to Pasquale's Cantina. Oh, yes. Uh, for the best Southwest flavors in the Madison area. As Pasquale's Cantina is the perfect spot for authentic Southwest flavors right here in the Madison area. Whether it's to fulfill your craving for red chile, their famous chips and fresh guac, or those blue corn tortilla tacos, Pasquale's is the place to enjoy time with friends and family. Visit one of their locations in Middleton or Verona today, or check out the menu and their food online at pasquale'scantina.com bringing the flavors of the southwest to the midwest pasquale's cantina so again 61 49 our final score here tonight dennis and as we're into the stoughton trailers final haul of the game what are some of your final thoughts on both of these teams we'll start with the winners and the road team the sun prairie west wolves with the 69 49 61 49 victory tonight oh well, they came in shooting about 48 percent from the free throw line they were 17 to 28 including 8 of 12 67 percent in the second half the big key there was they had nine offensive rebounds it uh, took some uh, shots Took some maybe some ill-advised ones. I love Jackson's shot down the mm-hmm. end. What are you shooting a three for? Oh, it went in. Okay, we'll take it. But that's probably not a smart one to take there. But uh, Nevada Jackson had a, had a really good game for them. Uh, she ended up with nine points. Leader though was Allison Schmidt. She had uh, ten of her eighteen in the second half. I got it, able to get inside, and a lot of those were off feeds from CC Fro, the uh, point guard, who uh, came in leading the team in scoring at uh, fourteen point nine points a game. She ends up with seven. But she created an awful lot tonight. Got some big rebounds on the defensive end and did a good job. Uh, Sophia Verissima had three threes, two in the second half. She ends up with 13 points. Uh, and then uh, also in scoring, uh, Ruby Davis at six off the bench. Uh, three uh, for Layla um, 
Modgett. Uh, three for Peyton Beck and two for Mackenzie Hawk. And uh, Mackenzie Hawk uh, averaging eight points a game, 9.5 rebounds. She did a really good job on the boards tonight again. Uh, I think I had her for, uh, she was close to 10 boards. So she did what her job was, and overall, they had four, six, eight, eight other players scored. It's pretty good balanced scoring there. But the key was they made their free throws, mm-hmm. they were able to get the ball inside, and that they switched between a 1 2 2 and a 2 1 2 zone. So they forced. Um, for Prairie East to shoot from the outside, but they made it difficult to get the ball into the post. Yeah. And East, I thought, did a good job relatively, but that's where the turnovers came. And who wins the turnover battle? Sun Prairie West, 19, East at 20. So they stayed under that about 25, yeah, which 20, is a good sign 25 for East, East. But that's a few more than, uh, yep. than Ronda would have liked, uh, Ronda yeah. McClain for West. Uh, but again, um, so they had a couple at the end there where uh, East uh, switched to that full court and trap and, and, and got a couple of late ones, but they had a shot with a three it was mm-hmm. down by nine. Get that one, but instead it comes down and, and West scores and it's all different animal then. Uh, leading score for uh, Semper East was uh, Ava Vogler with 16. Uh, she had 10 in the second half. Uh, they were 8 of 19 from the free throw line, so 8 of 19 from the line and 20 turnovers. It's not a really good combination, but uh, I like the patience that excuse me, that he showed, uh, trying to get the ball inside, even down toward the end where, okay, we're down by 14, let's just fire up shots. No, they were actually looking for good shots, trying to get it in. That's that's the mark of a fundamentally sound team. Mm-hmm. Now they're young and they're going to make some mistakes, but uh, Coach Olson said one of the things is you really need with a young team to emphasize that one half your practices should be on fundamentals. And I thought they did a good job, but they got caught on some just some travels and yep. again trying to force the ball inside against the zone. It's not going to happen. Yeah, they had a few momentum killing moments that and then, really uh, hurt. The them. other thing was the job that uh, wasted on uh, Kaylin Binley. All nine of her points were scored in the last eight minutes of the game. Yep. By then, West was firmly in control. So and uh, she ends up with nine, and then we had uh, six with uh, Addie Bowie and six with Kira Place. Kira Martin, four for uh, Brooke uh, Cavanaugh, and two for Kaya Dixon. That was it. But yeah. second half, yeah, and all the points basically came from Vogel and Bidley, too. Yeah. Uh, again, final score is 61 to 49. The Sun Prairie West Wolves getting the victory tonight, pushing the Sun Prairie East Cardinals to 3 and 9 on the season and 3 and 6 in Big 8 play. Yeah, West now 4 and 5 in that yep. first round, and you, you flip that around, you go uh, 6 and 3 in the second half, you're looking at a team in the upper division. So, uh, good way to end the first round for Ronda's team, for John Olson, and for Sun Prairie East. Very young. I mean, all these. Yeah. You got one, you know, senior that's playing. You have a freshman conducting your offense at point guard with Ava Vogler, which I feel really bad for the uh, for the rest of the Big Eight for the next few years. Yeah. If she's getting all of this playing time as a freshman, she's just going to be a menace to yeah. teams when she's a junior or a senior. Fifth, you know, fifteen years, fifteenth year for Coach Olson. Yeah. His first thirteen years, uh, he had three conference championships. Yep. He knows how to build a team, yes. so be patient, yep. fans. But great turnout for the crowd tonight on both sides. Just a good high school girls basketball game. 
This has been Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. For 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new Honda or a used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or online at ZimbrickHonda.com. 6149 the final score. Thank you so much to the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Sumrau, for joining me, Hunter Vaughn, courtside tonight for this rivalry game. Thank you for the hall monitor, Jesse Nelson, running the video stream for us tonight, as well as G, Alex Gravatt, back at the Everlight Solar ESPN Madison studio, running the board, and of course, our executive producer, Chuck Stanger for the broadcast tonight. I'm Hunter Vaughn. You've been listening to Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Madison.